I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi there, my name's Drake, and I accidentally saved a girl from being kidnapped. Turns out, she was a mob boss's daughter. Before anything else, remember to post your original title ideas in the comments below. Give a like to the ones you would like to see animated. If your titles do well, we'll include you in a special Discord server. For now, let's jump straight to today's thrilling story. I was just chilling by the cafe I usually go to when I saw her, and I immediately knew she was in trouble. That day, I was down in the dumps. My father gave me a bit of news I wasn't happy about, and we had a huge fight. See, he promised me to someone's daughter without even telling me. Yeah, I know. Even I wasn't aware that arranged marriages were still a thing. But I guess, if you were in a family like mine, it makes sense. My dad's a gang boss. Not exactly your average dad's job. And in that world, power mattered most. And the union of two powerful families was something necessary to keep your rivals in line. The problem was, the girl he'd arranged for me to marry... Well, she's my classmate. And she hates me. Anya and I were close ones. That was until third grade when I came up to her with a bouquet of flowers I picked from the school garden and confessed my love for her. She slapped the flowers off of my hands and stomped off. She'd hated me since then. And I moved on. I bet she's feeling the exact same way I am now. I bet she hates this situation too. I was wondering if we could somehow put a stop to all this if we worked together and both told her dads that we absolutely would not marry each other when the girl ran past me. It was as if time stood still, and I saw her look at me just for a second. She was the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen. Even though her eyes were contorted in panic, and tears were falling down her face. In an instant, two big guys followed her. She tried to fight them off with her bag, but one of them caught her hand and he dragged her into an alley. I immediately went after them. They were busy tying her hands behind her back when I caught up to them and I threw a garbage bin at the guys. That startled them but they easily dwarfed me with how big and tall they were. Their problem was that they didn't know who they were dealing with. I was brought up the son of a gang boss, and I knew how to fight. So in a few seconds, the guys were in a pile of trash in the alley. I grabbed the girl's hand and ran with her. It was well into the evening before she spoke a single word to me. I brought her home and let her use our phone to call her parents. 
I offered to call the cops, but she wouldn't let me. She was still shaking, and she wouldn't stop crying. I gave her a cup of tea, and she finally told me what had happened. Th they were trying to kidnap me. Th thanks, Drake. Th th thank you. I froze. How'd you know my name? What do you mean? Of course I know your name. It's me. It's Anya. Before I could even process what she said, the door to our house burst open and a booming voice echoed in the halls. Where's my daughter? Where's my Sarah? In an instant, a large man pushed me aside and hugged Sarah so tight, and I knew what she said was true. I would recognize Mr. Ivanov anywhere, and if she was Mr. Ivanov's daughter, then like she said, she really was Anya. I didn't even recognize her. She looked so... different. I guess puberty hit her different. And to think this was the same girl who bullied me a lot at school. The same girl who rejected me and made fun of me for the remainder of elementary and middle school. I couldn't believe my eyes. Mr. Ivanov turned to me and hugged me too. He was so huge that his hug lifted my feet off the floor. Thank you. Thank you so much for rescuing my daughter. I could never repay you, son. It's such a relief that a soon-to-be husband turns out to be a hero. I chose well. I'm sure your father is proud of you, son. You know, why don't we push up the date of the wedding? I'm sure your dad won't mind. My dad? What about me? What if I minded? Although, looking at Anya and seeing how she stood shyly behind her dad, maybe I didn't mind so much anymore. But I was suddenly pulled out of my daydream when another person came through our door. It was Steph. I heard what happened. Oh gosh, thank gosh you're okay. Are you okay? Are you okay, Drake? She fussed over me, turning me around and patting me all over, looking for signs of me being hurt. I'm fine. I'm fine, Steph. It was nothing. Who's this? Mr. Ivanov looked Steph up and down, confused. Who am I? Who are you? Steph, shush. This is Mr. Ivanov. He's the... well, he's, uh... The dad of the girl I rescued. Um... Mr. Ivanov, this is Steph. She's our new neighbor. So sorry about this. Uh, Steph, can we talk outside? Neighbor? Steph, outside. Now. The thing is, Steph really was our new neighbor. But she was more than that. Before my dad dropped the news on me that I was being promised to another girl, I'd started seeing her. Behind her husband's back. Yep, she's married. And I know that's wrong. But for some reason, I could never say no to her. I try to break it off so many times, but every time, she convinces me to get back together with her again. Last time we broke up, she threatened to tell her husband if I didn't take her back. And not gonna lie, I'm a bit scared of him. Especially because he's one of my dad's bitter rivals. Steph's husband is a very, very dangerous gangster. And even my dad avoids getting in territorial disputes with him. I shudder to think what he'd do to me if he finds out his wife's my on-again, off-again girlfriend when he's not looking. I quickly explained to Steph what the situation was, and she went nuts. She started screaming at me and stormed back in the house. She pointed her finger at my fiancé and Mr. Ivanov. I don't care who you people think you are, but you are not, ever, ever going to take my Drake away from me. And then, she stormed off. I had to explain myself to Mr. Ivanov and to Anya, and let me tell you, Mr. Ivanov didn't take very well to the news that I was seeing a married woman. He threatened to break off her engagement. Until, Anya's quiet voice objected. Please, Daddy. Please don't call off her engagement. I want to marry Drake. I love him. And he saved my life. Please. I was stunned. 
Her voice was so sweet, so beautiful that it erased all the horrible things he did to me back when we were kids. I couldn't understand what she just said. She loves me, she said. How? Why? All this time, she was in love with me? Anya took my arm, held onto it, and hid behind my back. And eventually, her dad agreed. I'm only doing this because I can never say no to my angel. It was her idea in the first place. But you ever put one toe out of line, you'll regret it for life. Mr. Ivanov put me and Anya up in a safe house. He knew how dangerous Steph's husband was. And based on that, he could only guess how dangerous Steph was too. But even the uninhabited island he bought us, the 20 bodyguards, and the most sophisticated security system in the world couldn't stop Steph. One night, I woke up from a nightmare, sweating through my shirt. There was thunder, and the lightning that followed it lit up my room. Steph was standing in the corner of my room with a crazy, demented look in her eyes. And she was holding her hand over Anya's mouth. I could see the tears running down her cheeks and she was begging me to save her. If you're not gonna be mine, then nobody else can have you. You're gonna be mine, Drake. At all costs. I don't even want to imagine what would have happened if I hadn't done what I did. All my years of martial arts training kicked in and Steph was on the floor before the next flash of lightning. Mr. Ivanov flew into rage the moment he learned what happened. He took custody of Steph, and I heard she's imprisoned in some dungeon somewhere. Mr. Ivanov loved his daughter so much, he was prepared to go to war with Steph's infamous husband. The days leading up to her wedding were tense. Anya and I were always looking over our shoulders, wondering when Steph's husband would come for us. I was ready to do whatever to protect Anya. At first, I was unsure. I thought she hated me. I thought the whole arranged marriage was a mistake. But the more time I spent with her, the more I realized I still loved her. Despite the air being tense, our wedding came and went without a hitch. It was days after as we were on our honeymoon that we heard what happened. It turned out I wasn't the first. Steph had been cheating on her husband for years and her husband knew and he was tired of it. Mr. Ivanov said Steph's husband was just happy to hear she wasn't his problem anymore. And so, my new wife and I lived happily ever after. My dad is a successful businessman who constantly got in trouble for mistreating his employees. One time, his secretary, who was pregnant, asked him if she could go home early because she wasn't feeling well. My dad responded, No, you have to finish your work first. But sir, I think I'm going into labor. Your water didn't break yet, or... So go back to work or else you are fired. Well, a few hours later, the poor woman ended up giving birth inside my dad's office. And instead of being helpful, my dad kept yelling at her to not make such a mess or else the carpet would be ruined. Yes, my dad was lacking in empathy. And when the local newspaper heard about the incident, they wrote a front-page newspaper article about it, publicly humiliating him and tarnishing his reputation. 
My dad could have simply apologized to his secretary that gave birth, but instead, he wanted to sue her for defamation because she had called him the most ruthless boss in the history of mankind inside that news article. Fortunately, my dad's lawyers convinced him that suing a mother who had just given birth would only further damage his public image. Instead, they advised him to donate money to some charity. My dad reluctantly agreed and chose to open a high school for underprivileged kids. That's where I come into play. I somehow persuaded my dad to let me take over the planning and administration of his new school. He was happy to see me be so passionate about the project. He probably thought it would prepare me to take over his business one day. Well, big mistake, because my first decision was to turn it into an all-girls school. And I didn't care one bit if the girls came from underprivileged backgrounds or not. I just wanted them to be pretty. And to get as many school applications as possible, I let the school make all kinds of ridiculous promises, like one teacher for every five students, and the offering of lots of sports activities like ballet classes and horse riding. LOL! I was way too lazy to hire a ballet teacher, and I certainly didn't buy any horses. But my marketing worked, and the school got over 2,000 applications. I went through all of them and checked every girl's Facebook account to see if they were pretty or not. Of course, I only chose the best-looking ones. To give you an idea how picky I was, I only accepted 1 in 10 girls. Anyway, the year was about to start, and I realized that I had forgotten to hire teachers. I ended up finding some at the last minute, but they were really bad. They all had been kicked out of their previous schools for either always being on sick leave, straight up stealing, or in one case, bullying one of her own students. But hiring bad teachers turned out to be a brilliant move on my part, because none of them cared whether I was running the school well or not. They all just wanted to collect their paychecks. In fact, two of the 10 teachers I hired only showed up for a single week. Afterward, they called in sick for the rest of the year. Meanwhile, I was 16 and put myself into 11th grade. The girls were surprised to have a boy in their class, but I told them I was only there for a few months to make sure my dad's school ran smoothly. Now, let me tell you something. Boys aren't the only ones whose hormones go crazy during puberty. Lots of girls were interested in me. No, let me correct myself. All girls were interested in me. I was the only guy around and got asked out on so many dates that I had to reject most girls. I simply didn't have the time to date them all. And a girl getting rejected by a guy only increases her desire for that man. That's why girls started promising me that I could do anything I wanted if I only went on a date with them. And while you probably think I was living the dream, I don't think that such an abundance of women was healthy for me. I had always looked up to my dad. Maybe he was a jerk, but he was also extremely hardworking and a high achiever. I wanted to be like him one day and not just end up as another spoiled rich kid. But ask yourself the following question. Would Bill Gates have had the discipline to build Microsoft if growing up he'd been surrounded by hundreds of pretty girls who all wanted him? Not a chance! And so, instead of focusing on my studies, I was fully busy with girls. I often skipped classes and took my classmates Kendall and Rose into empty classrooms to hang out and make out. I had a key to every classroom after all. I pulled out a water bottle and said, let's play spin the bottle. Can you believe that in 10 spins, it didn't point at me once? It was infuriating, but at least Kendall came home with me after school, so I won't complain. What shocked me the most about staying at an all-girls school was how mean the popular girls were. Our teachers paid no attention to bullying, and in my art class, some girls always drew their sketches on the backs of other girls. They had to hold still for at least an hour, and it was extremely degrading. 
I once asked one of the girls that got bullied why she let the popular girls treat her like that, and she replied, Because if I stand up for myself, they'll take me to the bathroom, take away my clothes, and make me walk home naked. I saw them do that to another girl. I felt sorry for her and invited her to my home. But once it got late, I told her, I want to sleep now. Please go home. Oh, but will we see each other again tomorrow? Um, no. So you don't want to be my boyfriend? I shook my head and she started crying. Oh my god, you took my V-card and you don't even want to date me? You stole it from me! At that point, I'd probably been intimate with a third of all girls at my school. Anyway, our school had no principal, which meant there was no supervision whatsoever and I could change anyone's grades on the report card. I only did that for myself and eight other girls who were my closest friends. But when I sh- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Showed my fake report card full of A's and B's to my dad and he told me how proud he was, I felt a bit ashamed. Instead of studying hard for school, I was cutting corners and abusing my power to get laid with girls. I knew if I continued like this, I'd end up like Paris Hilton, another dumb rich kid who does nothing other than spending her daddy's money. So the following semester, I wanted to reinvent myself and decided to befriend Laura, who was the best student at our school. She was so diligent that she even read textbooks during recess. Hey, Laura, I said, want to study together with me for the next math exam? No, thank you. But teamwork is fun, isn't it? Teamwork? Why don't you first tell me how to locate the local maxima of a function? Of course, I didn't know the answer to her question, so she continued. Us two working together wouldn't be teamwork. It would be me tutoring you for free. No thank you. Well, okay, then let me pay you to be my tutor. $50 an hour. Is that enough? Apparently, $50 was a lot to Lara. She agreed, and we met at my house. I was so used to girls being into me that I immediately made advances towards her. What the hell? Get your hands off me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it won't happen again. The study session went well, but during a break, Laura complained to me that her math teacher expected way too much and that it was impossible to get an A in her class. I replied, well, do you know my dad owns the school? I have enough power to change your grades any way you want. Really? Yeah. Last semester, I polished the report cards of a couple of my friends. Kendall, for example, got an F in her English exam. But thanks to me, ended up getting an A on her report card. I was telling her all that to impress her. However, she got really mad and said, I'm working my ass off day and night to study, and you give away A's to a bunch of undeserving brats you've slept with? I didn't know what to respond, and Lara stormed out. 
I had a bad feeling, but I had no idea just how bad things were about to get. Laura contacted both the local authorities and several newspapers to tell them how I was the only boy at my dad's all-girls school, how I had slept with dozens of girls, and how I had abused my power to give some of my favorite girls good grades in return for… you know what. It turned into a huge scandal, and everyone blamed my dad for what I had done. He got so much negative press that the board of directors of his own company decided to fire him as the CEO. At first, my dad hated me for all the trouble I'd caused him. But now, without the job and without the stress that comes with being a CEO, he became a much more relaxed person and forgave me. He even said, I'm glad I no longer work 12 hours a day. I have all the money in the world, so why shouldn't I enjoy myself a little? Right now, my dad does nothing but play golf all day and have fun. And why not if it makes him happy? The doors to the mansion opened and in walked two stylists. They had five assistants each, and each assistant pushed two racks of designer clothes, accessories, and shoes. In no time, our living room turned into a walk-in closet of the finest in French and Italian fashion. Oh. My. God. I could get used to this. I want the red Chanel dress! You wish? I saw it first. Fine. You have it. It won't fit you anyway. My new stepmom and stepsister's eyes grew wide. If they could drool right then and there, they would have. I could see the envy, the greed in their faces. They had never seen someone spend that much for clothes. They had never seen anyone be treated like a VVIP. But for me, that was how every day went. My name's Ewan, and I was fortunate enough to be born into a very fortunate family. I lived like a prince since I was a baby, but that doesn't mean I'm spoiled. My mom and dad made sure I grew up knowing the value of a dollar, and how every single cent I spent needed to be something I worked for. Doesn't mean I don't spend it on ridiculous things, just means I worked hard to spend ridiculously. One of the downsides of being mega rich is that I'm constantly surrounded by the wrong people. Sure, I have close friends that I've trusted forever, but there's always people who will try to take advantage of me. A lot of them are girls who want a shortcut to an easy life. Newsflash! Money doesn't make life easier. When I was in high school, the most popular and prettiest girls asked me to prom. I said yes to one of them, thinking I'd met the love of my life. Turned out, she just wanted to get a ride on my Porsche so she could have an awesome entrance on the red carpet. The moment we went into the venue, she barely spoke another word to me. She just left me there. <sighs> Alone. She even told everyone why she asked me to prom, and it was really embarrassing to be used for your money. I developed a really low self-esteem after that. Fast forward to a decade later, and I'm still dating girls who just want what they can get from me. My girlfriend Serena used to be really sweet, but the moment she learned how much money my dad had, that's all she cared about. She would go on massive spending sprees using my card. If I didn't get her what she wanted, or if I don't give her the most lavish gifts, she would pout and give me the cold shoulder. There was one time when she didn't talk to me for a whole month just because I forgot to buy her the right bracelet she wanted. That same weekend, she cheated on me with my best friend just to teach me a lesson. <sighs> but what can I do? I love her. And I guess that's why I date who I date. Because throughout my life, I was never able to believe that someone would love me for who I am. Not for my bank account. I was the only child, so the girls I attracted tended to be those who wanted to marry an heir. 
I say was because now dad has brought home a new mom for me and two stepsisters. I'm getting really bad vibes from them. I don't know why. I can't quite put a finger on it. But I just feel like there's something off with them. Anyway, my stepmom's name is Lori, and her two daughters are Cheyenne and Kayla. They just appeared out of nowhere one day. Dad said he met Lori in Vegas. <sighs> Says it's all a blur. They must have fallen in love and were in a whirlwind romance, because Dad said he woke up in his hotel one day and they were married. So anyway, he brought them to our house so they can live there too. They said they had their own businesses and that they come from money. But I'm protective of my dad. He's got a weak heart. Especially after mom passed. So I sent a private investigator to find out the truth. And the truth will shock you. Because I found out that they had no money. They were all flat out broke. And even more, my stepmom and my stepsisters are not related. At all! Yep. Dad had been hoodwinked. Scammed into welcoming even more gold diggers into our house. What's worse is now that Dad's health is declining, they've got their eyes on me. I guess Dad didn't put them in the will. I didn't have the heart to tell him the truth. I regret that I didn't. I just didn't want him to go while being heartbroken. So their only hope of getting Dad's money is if they fooled his heir, too. Well, joke's on them, because I was two steps ahead. Only a week after we said goodbye to Dad... Tori began making her feelings known. And when my pretended stepsisters saw that Tori was making her move, they kicked into high gear, too. Suddenly, I had three gold diggers after me. Well, four, since we need to count my actual girlfriend. They actually got into a catfight one evening because Serena caught Lori, Kayla, and Cheyenne hitting on me. What is this? What in the name of Sweet Home Alabama is happening? Why are your stepmom and stepsisters trying to kiss you? Babe, it's not what it looks like, I swear. They've been trying to get me to dump you. I was trying to push them off, but they won't leave me alone. How is this disgusting? Hello? We have as much of a right to him as anyone does. Ugh, gross. You're like decades older than him. And you're his mom. Stepmom? We're not even related. And she's not our mom. You think this beauty could ever come from that old hag? How dare you talk to me like that after I included you in this gig? I will marry Ewan and you'll never get your share of the money. Excuse me. I'm like right here. Hello? I'm his actual girlfriend. If anyone's entitled to becoming his wife and inheriting all the money, it's me. Get out of here, you filthy gold diggers. I'd had it. I couldn't stand listening to people fight over money. None of them wanted to be with me. All they cared about was being rich. I wanted to explode. I wanted to tell them all to get out of my life. But I had a better idea. What they didn't know is that I told my girlfriend exactly what time to go to my house. She would catch them. And she would confront them. And... It would lead to my plan. So, you're all fighting over me, but there can only be one winner. So, why don't you compete for real? The winner gets a date with me. A chance to prove why you deserve to be my wife. 
I'll smoke the competition. <laughs> As if, old timer. Are you kidding me? I'm the prettiest here. Of course I'll win. Why do I even have to compete? I'm already your girlfriend. The game's already begun. There's no turning back. Everything you do from now on will be judged by me. To start with... I'm hungry. And there's nothing for dinner. That was probably the first time I ever saw any of them in the kitchen. Before they would just let the maids do any work. And now, they were rushing to make the best dinner they had ever made in their lives. Tori made roast chicken with vegetables. Cheyenne made sushi. Kayla made dumplings and noodles. And Serena... Well... She made something that kinda resembled food. I think it was beef. They were all barely edible, but still I had to choose a winner. So, I chose Kayla. Simply because I liked dumplings and not because hers were any good. The next test came two days later, when I was having a craving for a specific kind of grapes. Ones that you could only find in northern Japan. The girls panicked. Tori called every grocer in the country. Kayla visited every vineyard for miles around. Meanwhile, Cheyenne called up all her contacts in the restaurant business, contacting all the specialty food suppliers she knew. Serena borrowed money from her parents to fly all the way to Japan to buy the grapes. Tori didn't find any. Neither did Kayla. Cheyenne found me the right grapes, and Serena... <sighs> well, she came back a day late looking like an anime character and showing up with regular grapes she got from the convenience store. It seemed she spent all that money on other things and ran out of it. So in the end, I had to eliminate her from the game. The next competition was something I loved to do. Sailing. The girls all got their own catamarans and they had to race to get to me. I waited for them in the middle of the ocean in my mega yacht, and whoever got there first would go to the finals. From the shore alone, it was chaos. Cheyenne couldn't even get off the shore because she was too scared of the water. And even though Tori and Kayla had already technically won, they still battled it out. The funny thing is, as they raced towards me, Tori kept trying to crash into Kayla's boat, throwing her off course. She even boarded her vessel and sabotaged her, cutting off her main sails. Tori, of course, won, and she got to enjoy the afternoon on the yacht. I decided she won the whole thing since the other two were disqualified for never reaching the yacht and I took Tori out on the most extravagant dates on Monaco. I shut down an entire restaurant overlooking the harbor and the sunset. I ordered all the most expensive food, the priciest drinks, and at the very end, the gold-dusted premium desserts only the richest can afford. Tori had an amazing time. She gorged herself on everything. She felt victorious. She was so certain that she was going to be the wife of a billionaire, until I got up from the table. So, you've won. Congratulations! You've proved that you're the best gold digger. You were willing to go to any lengths to get my money. I have to compliment you on your dedication. Anyway, I look forward to our wedding. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go to the little boy's room. Go ahead. I'll be here, waiting for my prince. And she waited, and waited, until the restaurant closed, because I simply slipped out, ran to my yacht, and sailed away. I left her there, 
stuck with the restaurant bill for a hundred thousand bucks, and stuck in Monaco with no way to go home. After all, the best gold digger should be able to find her way out of it. Thanks to that experience, I met my future wife while sailing home. She was kind and funny. She worked on my yacht, and she didn't even know I owned it. We spent a lot of time together on the trip home. We fell in love. And, at the end, I told her who I was. And then I asked her to be my girlfriend. <laughs> she said yes. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.